Welcome to the Magic Pisces Podcast. Magic Pisces Podcast. Before the ayahuasca. If you're going to drink ayahuasca, be careful. That's all I'm going to say. Be careful with the ayahuasca. You never know what kind of a rabbit hole you could end up end up in in the consumption thereof. Anyway, uh, welcome back to another episode of the Magic Pisces Podcast. Thanks to all of you faithful listeners looking to get a little bit more intentional in how I market this so that I can reach more people. And it's really, um, you know, I try to be as guided by spirit as I can in these, and I'm really working on being uh, respectful of all sides of all issues without leaning too far to one side or the other. And I don't want it to necessarily be political, but it's just sort of the times that we are in um, kind of require us to perhaps take a, I got the hiccup, excuse me, perhaps uh, take a little bit of a stand here or there. And also it's all sorts of calamity, all sorts of crises, all sorts of riots, all sorts of fire, all sorts of bullets, all sorts of crazy things going on in the world. And it's really kind of hard to, it's kind of hard to figure out who to be in all of it. And I find that the most powerful way to combat the COVID and to combat the 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 political atmosphere and to combat the division to combat the division is human connection, human contact, uh, conversation here, a conversation there, um, just finding out what's going on in the other person's world, and uh, just being with them. And you know, I've mentioned my friend Shane a few times. If I call up Shane. Um, we talk about like skateboarding, <laughs> talk about skateboarding in the nineties or surfing. And, you know, he's from where I'm from. We talk about surfing and, you know, then maybe we get to, maybe we get to some political stuff at some point, but mostly it's just sort of like, how's your day? Pretty good. How's yours? Good. Awesome. Oh, I forgot. We were disagreeing vehemently. Is that a word? Vehemently, vehemently disagreeing about something. Uh, on Facebook a while back, although we don't really disagree. I guess we do disagree, but it's not too in your face. We're not too in each other's faces, and I'm trying to... I always try to um, to stay out of people's faces, literally now, too. Um, but I try to stay really out of people's faces, and, and I, I try not to be... I try not to intentionally provoke people, um, and if I do have an opinion, I try to be respectful. And, you know, sometimes it... You know, whatever. Sometimes I'm not perfect at it, but... Um, I just find that the human connection and just being with being with people is the is the ultimate way to you know defeat the COVID. And I've mentioned this before. I'm not afraid of COVID. Um, that does not mean that I am not cautious. Uh, that does not mean that I like people getting up in my grill. That does not mean that I get up in other people's grills. Um, I uh, I do not want it. Uh, nobody wants it. I believe it's a very awful virus. I actually, I, I do believe it's a bioweapon. I am not a geneticist or a virologist or whatever it is, so 
I don't understand the proof that those who are virologists have that say it's not a weapon, it's from bats. Um, it just, it's just kind of what I intuit. And I've gotten this from, uh, you know, I've, I, there, there are a lot of very smart people who aren't crazy who feel in the same way. And I just ask that, you know, my opinion be respected. And um, it's unfortunate sometimes that people will really go for the jugular when it's time to share an opinion or if you do share an opinion, you know, I'm, I, uh, I was at the coffee shop yesterday and I hang out at this amazing coffee shop here in Encinitas called Surf Dogs. And when people are sitting at the tables outside of the coffee shop, um, nobody wears a mask. Every, everybody always wears a mask indoors here. Always. Um, I do. I, I, I would not wear one at this point. I don't like wearing one. Um, I don't honestly don't think that they're necessary. Um, especially outdoors, but um, I think that those of us with really healthy, strong, powerful immune systems, um, I don't think that they, I, I just don't, I don't believe in them. It's not that I don't believe in them. It's that energetically, vibrationally, I don't feel as if they are helping really. And that's just me. That's just kind of what I intuit. Uh, whatever. I certainly, to the nth degree, respect those who do feel that way. Absolutely, 100%. Um, but this, uh, this, and, you know, I've heard people say that they, you know, I've heard people who are very smart say that they don't help. But then I've also heard people who are very smart say that they do. And I don't see how they could hurt. You know, some people say that, you know, the the whatever could be recirculated back into your system or whatever, but I, I, I don't know. That's that, that woman that was that woman that was bashed for speaking her truth, the woman from the pandemic video, I forget her name. Um, it is really frustrating, however, to see to see um, the way this woman was just immediately uh, made out to be a fool and uh, was just immediately discredited and everything that she had to say was just immediately shoved aside and it sort of took on the same energy as the um, the Republicans had for uh, the woman that testified against Kavanaugh. It was just sort of like, fuck you, you're a stupid whore, your ideas are crap, get the fuck out of here. Um, and that's frustrating because I've watched both pandemic movies and they're incredibly compelling they're filled with information and if you were to debunk discredit um, each claim in both of those movies and either of those movies it would take you a very very long time to do the research necessary to to debunk them or to even go through them and and fact checked every claim using um using, you know, research methods, I guess. Research method, methods, you know, perhaps um, beyond just the first, what pops up on the first page of Google. Um, and the, as I said, the, the movies are incredibly compelling. And I, I'm sorry, I, I really don't think in the, in, in the world we live in with the current, you know, climate of the world, um, politically, socially, uh, uh, sociologi sociologically, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm making up words there. Um, I I don't I, I don't really think that it's that far fetched a, an idea. Um, I don't think it's it's a far fetched consideration uh, that you know some evil motherfuckers bent on world domination um, 
created a virus that they could give to the entire planet to get the planet living in fear so that they could sell the entire planet vaccines. I don't think that's really too far-fetched of an idea. And I'm not crazy. And I don't like being told that I'm crazy or stupid or dumb for considering that. I don't appreciate it one bit. And that's what happens. Now, I would never... um, suggest or or overtly attack somebody on social media for buying what is being sold. I just wouldn't do that. It's just not how I roll. Um, But, you know, I've been called stupid for thinking that, and I don't appreciate it. Not all the time, but sometimes. And you've just got um, a lot of people calling each other stupid on social media. And I don't know one person that's calling another person stupid that... um, I don't know one really stupid person. That's probably not true. But anyway, it's frustrating and just comes back to that human connection. Now, I mentioned I was talking about masks earlier and this this coffee shop I hang out at, Surf Dogs. And there's this guy that always hangs out there. And he's he's, on Facebook. He's total pro. He's like total pro mask. And he's total pro we take COVID seriously and it's, you know, we have to respect all, you know, the too much, any COVID is too much COVID and, and all that. And yesterday I very optimistically said he was, he was speaking, he was a few tables away from me and he mentioned something about COVID. And I, I optimistically said not, I didn't, I wasn't politically speaking. I was speaking optimistically. I said, well, there's only about, I think 400 cases here in Encinitas or 500 cases here in Encinitas. And he kind of jumped on me, pounced on me, and said, every case matters. That's 500 too many. And he's kind of suggesting that I was, um, he doesn't really like me, I can tell. But he was kind of suggesting that I need to take human life and human suffering and disease more seriously because I'm too loosey-goosey about it and whatever. It was just very, uh, he was speaking condescendingly to me. Now, the funny thing here is that this fucking dude, he, re- he, he regularly gets up within six feet of me. He regularly violates social distancing without a mask. He regularly uh, has come up to me with like an iPad to show me a picture of something. And it honestly makes me a little bit uncomfortable because I'd be lying if I said I wasn't a little bit paranoid. That's what this whole thing is doing, or one of the things that this thing is doing is it's making people paranoid. So, you know, when it, it it's just the, it's, it's the, why are you lecturing me one minute and about me not taking COVID seriously enough and then getting up in my face with a fucking picture on your iPad the next? And that's the kind of thing that I find to be uh, frustrating. And Cal- Californians are great, you know. <laughs> it's like uh, they will uh, talk about climate change all day long, but, when it gets hot in California, you don't see anybody driving around with their windows down. The air conditioners are cranked in their cars. Believe me, releasing that Freon into the atmosphere, myself included. Um, but uh, it's just, it's uh, back to the original point. It's human human connection. Call, call your friend. Talk to your friend. Call the person you had a spat with in a comment section and have a conversation with them. Connect. 
right, before you go for the jugular regarding the fact that you think they're a fucking idiot because they read this or they read that or maybe they don't just immediately discredit this. I got shit for, um, for reading the Epic Times. Uh, someone referred to it as a right-wing publication. I, I, don't, I don't see it as right-wing. Um, if you read a lot of the articles, it's just very much the conveying of information. Um, I reference Ben Shapiro a lot. He, um, I get he's I don't I wouldn't consider him like right wing. He's just more um, just textbook conservative, um, and I appreciate the things he has to say. Um, I actually do appreciate the way that he sorts through information to uh, paint a different picture than the one that's being painted. There is a story and a narrative being peddled. Um, I agree with some of it. I do not agree with all of it. And I don't like um, the fact that I don't agree with all of it. I don't like that that uh, can be taken uh, to suggest suggestively. Is that how I want to word it? I don't like that. I don't like that because I'm not going along with everything that I can be called a something or that it could be inferred that I am therefore a something like a racist or whatever. Uh, Someone posted on Facebook the other day saying you're not racist is about the easiest way to just tell the whole world you're racist or some shit like that. And if that's not, and then a bunch of people like that. And it's just like that, if that's not some backwards ass 1984 fucking shit, I don't know what is. I just said I was not racist and you're telling me I'm racist because I said I wasn't. Am I allowed to say I'm not racist? I I actually know I'm not racist. I've said this before. I think we all have prejudices. Um, If you if you don't have prejudices, I don't think you're a human. I think it's just part of it. Side note, the book Sapiens, a really cool book about sort of the evolution of human history. Um, It says that Homo sapiens in particular of all of the Homo species um, thrived because of gossip, because they were talking about things that um, basically because they were discussing hypotheticals, such as uh, scenarios and things that weren't happening in the immediate um, in their immediate experience. And that was one of the reasons why the Homo sapien species survived was because of gossip. So we are programmed uh, to talk about each other. Um, We are programmed to interact in very specific ways. And it just occurs as if a lot of those interactions lately, um, because of Zuckerberg, basically, and whoever's in charge of Twitter have just gone, just gone black and dark. And I've said it before, most people just want to get along, you know, um, and uh, there's just crazy stuff going on, you know. Um, I'm I'm legitimately worried for my parents who live um, about 30 miles away from downtown Chicago. Um, a lot of people who live in these areas are worried because you know the looting is kind of spread out into the suburbs. And you know, I, I'll tell you what, if you know there were ever two nicer, you know, there's there, you can't get too much nicer than my mom and dad. They're just really nice people and. My dad is an incredibly, he's one of the hardest working people I ever met in my entire life. He's just, he's just at, at his, at his sore, at his soul, at the level of his soul. He's just pure good. He's just so kind. And, um, you know, he's, he's on a certain side politically and, you know, I can, I can see where he's projecting and I can see where there's some like woundedness that's running the show and, and that someone has given him a voice that, he had been, you know, that had been taken from him or that he is disenfranchised for whatever reasons. And, you know, and, and, uh, and, and it's, it's frustrating that he, you know, 
every single that there are millions of people who would just say because he feels this way politically that he is therefore shit or crap or not worthy of life or whatever and you know i'm worried that i'm i'm worried that maybe the looting could spread to the house i grew up in you know it looks like the white house i'm afraid that someone just might go up to that house and decide to burn it down i'm like legitimately afraid of this so there are people who are um, legitimately afraid of looters. I just spoke to a really good friend of mine I hadn't spoken to in uh, several months, probably since COVID, since before COVID. Uh, a woman by the name of Sonia, really just good, wonderful person, and she lives, you know, right down, right downtown Chicago, like right there in the Loop, just a little bit east. And you know, the looters basically came right up to her building, and she lives in a high rise, and and they're getting these warnings. People are getting warned. Uh, to watch their backs in the neighborhoods and to not go out at night uh, after dark and and this is just a this is just a good person this is just a really good good person the, the subject of our conversation tonight was um, regarding she wanted advice on whether or not I thought it was a good idea for her to become a minister because she's been feeling called to serve God in that way and to be a minister and she just wants to serve God and she's afraid for her life and um, and that's valid. It's a valid fear. And, um, and, and there are a lot of people I'm really worried about and there are people committing violent acts and, um, the, the violent acts aren't really being covered for, for being that, which is acts of violence. And it's not to, overstep the disenfranchised the millions of african americans who have been disenfranchised and it's not to discredit the history that has led to that disenfranchisement um it's not to make the plight of the african american it's not to overstep the plight of the african american it's not about any of that um i just noticed that there is a particular side of uh, uh there's a particular narrative being peddled essentially and everybody's buying it and I've you know I've lost I've lost friends over it like I I lost <laughs> I had this person that I had this great dog sitting gig with and I loved her dog so much and I thought her and I were friends and there was this stupid silly interaction on Facebook a few weeks ago and it just occurs as if we're not friends anymore and you know the part of me that because of something I posted and a silly comment I made and I I didn't really post anything bad I just posted a video and and this person interpreted the fact that I posted this video uh in a certain way and then made that mean something about me and now I'm all of a sudden uh something in this person's eyes and you know over what I don't even know what I don't even know if this person would even talk to me if I picked up the phones this seems pretty dug in and that's uh that's really that's really sad, you know. That's just really sad. And if I think more than anything, the man, I think the man wants us fighting with each other. I think the man wants us not having dog sitting gigs with dogs we love anymore. I think those are the who are looking to dominate the world are tickled pink when they hear stories about this or when they witness them, you know, happening. And uh, it just doesn't need to be this way. You can pick up you can pick up the phone and and call. And um, call somebody and, and connect with them and and see that there's very there's very little difference you know 
I went surfing this morning. I got one of the best waves in my entire life. I got the best wave in years, literally. It was just the most beautiful, epic ride, and I just got to forget about all of it for just a split second. I got to forget about all of it, and uh, and it was amazing. You know, I don't know what the hell's going on in Kenosha, Wisconsin. There's this, this obviously, this cop shot this black kid seven times, um, you know, and I, I'm not even... There was a video, and, and, and you know, this, this person was avoiding the police. The, the, the person who got shot was um, behaving in some way that was antagonistic towards law enforcement. They had guns pointed at him already, and he was not, he was not putting his hands up or... Um, you know, going along with the arrest, and he did, in fact, have a warrant, and the warrant was for a, re- a relatively serious crime, and uh, and and then it, you know, that's probably six shots too many. I actually heard that they tried to tase him, and the tasing didn't work. But I don't know if I trust the source that I heard it from, and blah 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 blah. My point is that there are um, there are multiple sides to every story. Um, you know, one being the who's the woman who called the police on this person because he wouldn't leave her house. And uh, if there's one thing I learned from from all the twelve step work I've done, it's that uh, if a situation goes down that's uh, that's that's fucked up in your life, there's a really good chance that you did something to to make it happen. And uh, you know, this person did something. And, and, and then the cop did something and both the things that either of the people did was inappropriate. All the, you know, the the cop, the cop shot too many times and maybe he should have shot him once, um, because he did have a weapon in his car and the guy could have gone into his car and pulled the, the knife out from his car and attack the cop with the knife and so that shot would have been warranted and um six more i don't know uh, then again i don't know what it's like to have that job i don't know what it's like to uh want to protect yourself uh from a person who's you know basically a criminal i don't know what it's like to uh spend a day in the life of a police officer and if you haven't been one then you don't know either and uh i I just know that it wasn't it wasn't just what it's there there's more to it than what is being reported that's all you know and the part of me that wants to be right wants to speak you know in in um listen this is what he was you know like the memes that you come through like you know the 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 memes of the people who are you know, sort of like the hateful versions of the right, they'll say, you know, a child abusing or a, a misogynistic, or what, what's the word? A, 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 a person who had committed sexual assault was running from police and he got shot. You know, I'm not articulating it perfectly, but, you know, there's a, there's a sort of a, a, a less than compassionate way to uh, reflect your side of the story. And then there's a way um, to just, bring awareness to the fact that like there's more to it than is being seen there's more there's more to it than than they're showing you there are multiple sides to this story and i just wish that we could be presented with all of the facts um so that we could come to our own conclusions i just wish we could see all sides of the story and that we could come to our own conclusions you know um 
that cop obviously is a little trigger happy. Or maybe that cop was just really scared. Who knows what was going on in, in, in his eyes. And, and, and now, though, you know, the, the, the city gets burned and businesses are fucked. And imagine, you know, yourself being a person who's a business owner and you, you put your whole life into it and all of a sudden it gets, it gets burned down. Um, same with the COVID stuff. Like there, you know, there are a lot of businesses that are just done, you know, and I, I people very close to me whose industries have completely shriv- shriveled up and they have no money. And the thing that they attach so much meaning to for so many years is just gone. And now they're at risk for suicide. You know, I posted, a, I, I had a really dark episode. Uh, my last episode was kind of dark and um, I've been prone to get a little crazy. People are getting, people are getting crazy. And there are people who are having experiences in this situation and those experiences aren't being reported on and they're not being validated. And uh, it's a shame that a story about a person uh, whose business went over or went under um, is somehow labeled as right wing. And that's the, that's the, that's the thing that I find frustrating. You know, I see, and I see a lot of people with a lot of privileges um, uh, pointing their fingers um, at others for not feeling the way that they do. But, you know, you could plot me down in the south side of Chicago or the west side of Chicago, and I'd be just fine. <laughs> I would ju- be just fine. And um, a lot of the people I see pointing the fingers, their fingers uh, would not. You know, I'll take you down there with me and we can hang out and go get some barbecue and we'll see how well you fare. Um, but see the, the part of me that's kind of a smart ass that wants to say, we'll see how much black lives matter to you. Then I gotta, I'm, I'm working on keeping that side of me quiet, you know, cause that side of me doesn't really get me or anybody else anywhere. Um, again, like, the, uh, as I mentioned several episodes ago, there is an African-American plight. Um, I would not deny that for a second, but I saw a really amazing video somebody sent me privately on Facebook because they didn't want to share it on their wall um, of a, a black conservative woman uh, who was basically saying, like, telling millions and millions and millions of people that they've never been anything but victims is about the worst thing that you could ever download into their consciousness um, you know, this is a, an incredibly successful woman. Um, and she said that, uh, race to her wasn't an issue until she got, until she got into grad school and she started having white professors indoctrinate her with that notion. She said she wouldn't know, she didn't know what would have happened to her if she had been indoctrinated with those notions as a little girl, because she didn't think she had any limitations, you know? And, uh, it, it sucks that I can't say I love this country because I do. I'm like as fucking as America. I used to be so hateful of America. I was listening to Billy Bragg all day today. Not all day today, but for a while I listened to Billy Bragg. It was straight up commie, socialist communist. And he had me, you know, I was, I was uh, in so many ways like a communist leaning socialist kid slash 20 something slash early 30 something. And um, in a lot of ways, you know, I want, in a lot of ways, I still am. I'm you know, about as liberal as they come, and I don't see any reason why they can't 
rearrange the resources so as to make healthcare free for everybody. Um, and, and I really do believe in like socialized, centralized, whatever it is, medicine. I think that, you know, I dated a Canadian girl years ago and, you know, she just gets to go to the doctor whenever she wants and she never has to worry about that. And I don't see why we can't have that here. And, and why can't I, um, feel this way and also feel that the press are completely, you know, basically lying. Why, why do, why, if I, it's like, why do I have to, why do, if I, if I question the narrative, why do I have to put, be put in the camp of, you know, the people who love the president as much as they do? You know, why can't I, why can't there, why can't we feel uh, the way we feel about each, each, each issue individually and make up our own minds based on the facts of any given situation? You know, and I, again, it just comes back to human connection. And if you take the time to talk to someone and to find out who they are and to have an experience of their humanness, you know, you're going to find that so many of the differences melt away. You know, I have to go out into the ocean for hours to just clear my head of the clutter. Um, but at least I have the ocean to go to. So all that being said, I'm very grateful. Thanks again, as always, for tuning in. Sorry if I got a little tangential, although that's 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 part of the Magic Pisces podcast is my tangents. So hope you took something from this. Uh, please understand, I do not want division. Please understand, I want unity more than I want to be right. Uh, I hope that you feel the same way, and uh, I'll talk to you next time. Bye bye.